Welcome everyone to another episode of Do We Like Murder? A segment of the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. And today we're talking about everyone's favorite topic. (laughs) No, it's probably some people's favorite topic. If you're listening, it might be yours. (laughs) It might be. If you're listening to this podcast segment, then there's probably a pretty decent chance this is one of your favorite topics. Yeah. We're talking about cults. Again. Again. (laughs) Yeah. Murder cults. In some sort of. Most of them. (laughs) Most of them, yes. But, I mean, how can you, you not only cover... You can't just cover this topic once. There's so many. There's so many. And there's so much craziness. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. So it's a thing. And, and uh, yeah. So I was able to find something that was kind of bizarre. So I'll be sharing that with you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I yeah, think. Mine's pretty crazy too. Yep. And uh, so it's, I'm, I'm Chris. If you haven't been listening, you forgot who I am. <laughs> Uh, and you forgot who Denise is. Hi. And and forgot who Dawn is. Hello. Um, that we're we're all here, and <laughs> uh, and this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to do this thing. So Denise. Yeah, you want me to go first? I think we discussed you going first. Okay. <laughs> discussed it without me. <laughs> okay. No, I'm pretty sure you were here. <laughs> I think she was too. I, I don't, maybe you just didn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I was paying zero attention. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to talk about a cult that is called Love Has One, which is very misleading. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's see. This cult is in Creston. Crestone? Crestone. Colorado, and it is led by a woman named Amy Carlson, who is Jesus Christ, Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, Queen Elizabeth of England, Marilyn Monroe, the mother of all creation. Her followers call her mom. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And her partner is also one of the leaders and his name is Jason Castillo so okay Jason Castillo her partner is referred to as Father God okay I'll get a little into that here in a second but basically the her followers think that you know mom is God okay basically how that goes so, they do a lot of, like, Facebook live stream things, and they have all these videos out there. They Apparently. also... <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, they sell their own healing sessions and God Squad apparel on their website. So God you buy Squat. Squad. Oh, Squad. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you can... Uh, Buy merch uh-huh. <laughs> if you want. So, in a video, one of the followers, Lauren Suarez, she explains that thousands 
A few years ago, Carlson was the queen of Lemuria, an ancient civilization here on Earth. Donald Trump was her father at that time. (laughs) Atlanteans from Atlantis stole crystal technology from Lemuria, and after using it, the Earth exploded. Wow. The Earth was then taken over by Anunnaki's and reptilians. Nice. And it is currently being run by the evil 1% cabal, who are minions of these two groups. Okay. (laughs) They are determined to keep the planet in a low vibration. (laughs) 19 billion years ago, Amy Carlson and Father God, a.k.a. Jason Castillo, hatched a plan to save the universe from these dark forces and have been incarnating on Earth ever since. Only those who come through Amy will be saved. Okay. Yes. Apparently, the group members also believe they are in regular contact with deceased actor Robin Williams, who is the archangel Zadkiel. And ever since he completed his starship integration, he has been supporting their mission. Really? <laughs> That's fascinating. I bet they have a good time. <laughs> Robin Williams. Yep. Oh, yes. Let's see. At least two members claim to be half reptilian. <laughs> Which half? <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, knows? <laughs> okay. So... Let's see. Several people have disappeared. Like in 2016, Crystal Risinger and Crestone disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, like, they won't give any information whenever you're they are asked about members, especially members that were there and then suddenly weren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, because they do a lot of live streams, you can see people there and then suddenly when they're not there and their family hasn't heard from them or anything like that and they're just disappear wow yeah so one woman um 52 year old debbie from massachusetts she watches pretty much every daily live stream that's out there Mm -hmm. Uh, she watches on her lunch break she'll stay up until 2 a.m watching these videos not because she's a believer, mm-hmm. but because she wants to make sure her daughter is still alive. Oh. And her daughter, Ashley Peluso, um, is a regular host mm-hmm. on the live streams. So she watches just to make sure her kid's still there. Wow. Yep. That's got to be hard to take. Mm-hmm. Um, so Carlson... She's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously nuts. Like, they, she posted a video of her physically abusing a cat while screaming. I don't, I don't think I'm allowed to say this word <laughs> on the podcast. But anyway, yeah, screaming a word at it. <laughs> and the followers just brushed off the cat abuse saying, all animals know she is God. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, she 
Um, in a lot of the videos, she can be seen slurring her speech, cursing, acting abusively. She curses a lot. Mm-hmm. Co-leader Jason Castillo also screams and uses vulgar language in the videos, demanding people to surrender. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Amy Carlson. So she's 44. Okay. She is the, a former McDonald's manager turned drug user and alcoholic. <laughs> okay. And for some reason, she is God. So, so she's not sure how that transition, how that transition <laughs> took place. You know, okay. And you know, even if she tried to explain, <laughs> right? <laughs> it like, sounds like it'd be uh, hard to believe. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so she lived in Rowlett, Texas. Oh, yeah. Um, she has at least she has had at least one DUI and one warrant for her arrest. She's also lived in Mount Shasta and has spent time in Clearwater in Yankee Town, Florida. She is, you know, currently in Creston. And Jason Castillo is also 44. He's picked up several criminal charges in Nevada, Wisconsin, Florida. They include child neglect, criminal mischief, two driving while intoxicated, trespassing, and breaking and entering. Aww. Yep, he spent six months in a Florida jail in 2019. So, apparently one of the reasons that her followers believe that she is God is because she can drink so much alcohol. Oh, my word. (laughs) Have you really had a contest with other alcoholics? I mean, mean, they, like, Ashley Peluso bragged in a blog post about how if anyone drank like Mother, they'd be dead. So... She's God because she can drink a lot of booze. And that's nuts. <laughs> of all things to be focused on uh-huh. that you can do. Yes. That's and, it. And, and it's divine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is really like, you know, showing a different part of what I know to be religion (laughs) right yes yes okay so apparently at some point she drank 24 tequila shots in a row oh okay but i think when you're a 44 year old alcoholic Mm -hmm. that's that's just another tuesday (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i'd like to see a picture of her oh to see i mean does she have glazed eyes and I mean, like, it's, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh. Okay, go ahead. So. She looks a lot older than 44. mm -hmm. Probably because all the booze. Uh And drugs. So she uses a variety of techniques to break down her followers um, and cut them off from their families. They, let's see. She only lets them sleep. Like three to four hours a night, rations their food, uh, screams and yells at them, and steals their their money. Um, How would you come to be in her presence? Well, apparently, and I will tell you a little bit about one guy that kind of fell okay deep into this. Um, yeah, they're only allowed to sleep two to four hours per night. 
Uh, Amy believes food and sleep are obstacles to her ascension. Uh, one member lost 25 pounds in six weeks from the rationing of food. Wow. If you watch the videos regularly, you can see their, the progression of their weight loss mm-hmm. pretty, you know, pretty starkly. Um, they, they're you know, extremely cruel. They scream. Uh, one member says that she has never seen someone scream as loudly as Carlson does. Um, they they get them to turn on each other. Like they'll have arguments about your energies being too low, and yeah. Well, because I haven't been fed and been able to sleep. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Amy has sex with her followers, and um, at one point she was um, she was she was even with a woman, and this. This ex-member was really surprised because she was, they were like, Carlson and her followers are homophobic. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. They believe being gay is ego being resistant to God's divine plan. And so it's just like, you see all these contradictions here though, right? Like, Yeah. It's like, how can you justify that and people actually believe what you're telling them? Mm-hmm. One woman was kicked out and dumped out of campground without a tent, her bags, or her possessions and left to fend for herself because she had low energy. Well, okay. And that's <laughs> yeah. the best way to raise her energy. Yep. Is to kick her Just out. get out. With nothing. <laughs> so, Alex Witten, in May, on May 23rd, 2020. Ooh, this year. <laughs> he was found naked and dehydrated with cactus needles in his feet, wandering through the desert. He appeared to be hallucinating. Three days earlier, he had abandoned his wife and two children, flying to be with Mother God, Amy Carlson. His wife uh, says that it took six weeks of Witten watching Love Has One videos for him to become brainwashed. So he'd leave the dinner table to watch the live streams twice a day he'd watch. Um, He had a psychic surgery over the phone. And she says that she immediately noticed a darkness in him that like after that psychic surgery session over the phone. And she was like, his eyes were just so dark after the sessions. And so he just decided to leave like he just left he had no history of mental illness um neither had he had any interest in spirituality or religion so before how, then how did he come to even find her and start watching it's <laughs> a very good question who knows okay so this just makes me kind of freak out for a second because it's like i would be very curious to watch this mm-hmm. but i don't want to get brainwashed yeah oh no, yeah, yeah yeah it's like what is going on there that could cause that mm-hmm psycho yeah okay yeah so he had his wife two kids a six-figure job a nice home and just decided that he was going to go there instead and you know be with mom so let's see he was seen in a in love has one daily live stream video on may 21st praising the group um he was let's see he pleads for people to join. He says, we need you all to get here. Come to mom and help mom in all ways possible. 
Um, he told his wife later on that that morning he had spent removing the darkness from leader Jason Castillo, a.k.a. Father God, who told him that he could no longer handle it on his own and that we needed to take it on. He told him that he had three days. And at that point, the family believes that he was drugged because the police and the doctors thought that he was on something. He was hallucinating and delusional when they found him wandering naked in the desert. Um, he believed he was telepathically communicating with Carlson. And it was just like a stark contrast to the day before. Mm -hmm. The group would not say anything about him. Like they intentionally misled the family when they called to ask about him. Mm -hmm. um, they told them that he was doing well and he was with family. <sighs> yep. Um, let's see. That's a standard line, I'm sure. He's mm -hmm. with family, just not you. Right. Not that family. <laughs> so they knew something was wrong that evening on the Love Has One live stream because the group spoke about not liking Alex's energy. And they were laughing and said that he was on the wrong side of the mountain. Literally, literally or figuratively? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when they saw that on the live stream, they, you know... Didn't, didn't want to go look for him. Mm -hmm. And they spent the next 24 hours out there trying to find him, organized by Winton's sister, his wife, brother, uh, and just some, some people who wanted to help who saw what was going on mm -hmm. and tried to go locate him. Um, apparently one kind stranger drove an hour and a half and spent seven hours sitting with him under a bridge talking with him. Wow. Until someone could go and get him. Um, they consulted a prominent cult expert, Stephen Hassan, who advised them to not be hostile or confrontational to Winton about his beliefs. Mm -hmm. Still brainwashed, Winton refused treatment when taken to the hospital because he said the cult would heal him. His family finally convinced him to stay in a hotel for the night with his brother where he slept a solid 10 hours. Wow. The previous night he had been wandering through the woods alone and then that next day they drove him home um they didn't want him found for some reason like because they asked about him and they just lied yeah and it was like whatever and so that's just that's bizarre yeah these cult people mm -hmm. yes so a little bit more about Castillo, who, you know, is Father God. Mm -hmm. So, Love Has One's origin story is that archangel named Jehovah separated from all of creation. He wanted to be God without God. He began taking over planets and created dark species and the darker realms. It was all love and light before that, but, you know. He, he added the darkness. Yes. Got it. Father God, a.k.a. Jason Castillo, was contracted by who? I don't know. <laughs> to go down into the dark into all the lower planets and lower realms to master them. And his lower aspect is Lucifer. To quote Lauren Suarez, so surprise, Lucifer is Father God. Yeah. 
So maybe he just didn't go low enough. <laughs> he needed to go farther down. <laughs> Mother God stayed in the light realm, of course. And now for the first time in 19 billion years, the two have been reunited on planet oh. Earth. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. They saved this planet for last because it is the heart of the universe and it is mom's heart. This was the final planet where father gathered all the darkness onto this planet and mom came down and she's been incarnating. This or, is, uh, bleh, bleh. yeah, <laughs> this is her 534th lifetime on earth. Well, why does she need another one then? I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, they're crazy. It's so nuts. Um, so the last that I had heard about Love Has Won is that when the whole COVID thing happened, uh-huh. they were like, we're going to go quarantine in Hawaii. You're kidding. And so they were like, we're going to go quarantine in Hawaii. And the people in Hawaii, let's see. Where is my... The people in Hawaii were like, uh, no. Uh. <laughs> so, let's see. They relocated to Wainiha, Kauai, but were, subsumed, were, were protest, but it was protested and they were kicked off the island. So, how did they know that they were there? Oh, there was an article okay. like, written in the paper. Got it. And, and their people, pictures, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and people were not happy about it. So, uh, what happened to the dude who uh, they found wandering? He's uh, from the from what I have read, he's with his family. Like, and he's like, does he understand what? I think so. I think he does now. Uh-huh. So I think it, it took a little while, and uh, and they consulted with that cult expert to okay. try to unbrainwash him. I guess yeah, decode that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like he's all like he's all right, but they've stolen like people's. Um, yeah. So the cult has conned members out of their trust funds, cars, disability, and social security checks and large sums of money. Tommy Hilfiger's ex-wife Susie followed the group and almost gave them a blank check to support their mission. Almost? Almost. What changed her mind? I don't know. She was on one of their live stream things for two hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they, oh my gosh. Yeah. How and can they suck you in? That's what's just so fascinating to me. And um, one of the things that I had read was that one one woman they had they had been taking her social security checks, mm. and um, and then she just disappeared, like no one has heard from her again or anything like that. And one one of the ex members that was talking in this article um, said that while he was there, like there was another member there, and he had given like all of his life savings and his SUV and all that to the group. And then he mysteriously disappeared too. Like he hasn't been able to find him, get in touch with him. He has no idea what happened to him. And if you ask about him like online or anything like that, because they've got, they're all over social media. Okay. Like the response that you get is craziness. Like I can't even read the responses to you because there's so many curse words in there. Really? And are they being investigated at all for any of this stuff? No idea. No idea. I mean, it's out there. I can't imagine that they're not, but. 
that's just horrible. Mm-hmm. That they're taking this from people, and then the people disappear when they have nothing left to give. Uh-huh. Imagine that. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I mean she is. She's clearly she's clearly God because she can drink more than anybody else. Don. Well, there you go. Yeah. And why does God need money? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to shake your head and it's like, what can you say? I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I kind of want to go on and see, but I won't do it alone because I don't want to be brainwashed. Uh- <laughs> so we'll have to do it together. Oh, okay. So if you do it together, that prevents the brainwashing. <laughs> Is that right? Is I'm that pretty sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Because, I mean, can you imagine if we're watching this together? You might be all, like, enthralled, and I'll be like, no, Don. <laughs> That's crazy. That's craziness. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Just let me get my checkbook. Half, half for the, half for Don. Clearly, they need my money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, six weeks of watching it like two times a day. And that guy was like, I'm going to give everything up. Wife, kids, job, house, all of it. I'm out. (laughs) And it it took them like three days to be like, we're going to dump you in the desert. Have fun. (laughs) Which is fascinating that he's all over them. And then all of a sudden it's like, we don't want you. Yeah. Like, I wonder if I wonder if he didn't have access to any money. Could be. Because he left his wife. Maybe she was like smart about it and went to the bank and was like, there's $2 in that bank account. <laughs> you know, like he maybe he didn't have access to funds and so he had no use. Well, and maybe that's why, um, I mean, he was found because his family was looking for mm-hmm. him. And they were watching the live streams. And so the other people may not have been found because they weren't mm-hmm. as involved or knowing what's, what was going on. And... Um, so they could have done the same exact thing, drugged mm-hmm. him, drugged him, and then left them out. Mm-hmm. Especially the older lady who had social security. Yeah, I mean, to be yeah, out the people in the that wilderness. just yeah, <sighs> yeah, people that just yeah go missing. Well, and nights get cold mm-hmm. up there in the mountains. Not to mention that you probably have no food and water. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. he didn't even have clothes. What? I mean, like, they had clothes on, right? Alex, when he was found, he was found naked, he in, was naked. in the desert. <laughs> he was naked and afraid. <laughs> he had nothing. They just dumped him out there with nothing. Okay. You said he didn't have anything with him. I was assuming and thinking in my head, well, he's got to have clothes on. But I guess not. Nope. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, this, this cult is craziness craziness so we haven't heard obviously they they did not set up in hawaii no they got kicked out and so they're back and i'm guessing they're back in colorado (laughs) okay so if you want to look them up just (laughs) do a quick search on facebook i guess oh yeah yeah if you type in love has one you'll see one um, as in w-o-n or o-n-e w-o-n okay like it won the fight got it 
But I, I caution you. If I, you go visit this website. Yes. Yes. Don't get sucked in. Um, I would say go to Love Has One ex- Exposed and just read the horror stories okay, and, and yeah. not, the, not the videos. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not yeah. the live stream videos. I, I would not want to be responsible for somebody watching that and getting sucked in. Yeah. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. Just go and see the Love Has One Exposed. Um, or you want, you know what? Watch some Dr. Phil. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> he, in September, this was the subject to his season premiere. This year? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was only so. just a couple months ago. Maybe a month ago. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, it's safe, right? I would think Dr. Phil's safe. <laughs> I-, I would think so. <laughs> Unless Dr. Phil is, is considered a cult also. <laughs> Well, well. <laughs> you, you didn't see an influx of members on their site, did you, after d- the Dr. Phil show? <laughs> we might want to investigate that first. <laughs> that, that's a very, very interesting and fascinating cult. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty nutty. And, and I'm, I don't know, you just hear about this stuff and you think that it's stuff from the past and it's not it's Mm -mm. here and people fall for this stuff yeah yeah (sighs) yeah i don't get it i don't either i'm like none of that in any of the like let me tell you about my organization because i don't even know like this is a religion this is not i don't know yeah let me tell you about my organization Uh there's like three words in and i'm like excuse me what (laughs) right (laughs) Where'd that come from? And then they keep going, and she's like, well, that's wild. And then they'd probably start cussing at you, and it's like, okay, I'm out. I mean, really? I, I, I would probably still be listening, but it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> None of this makes sense. Yeah. Also, you made up some of those words. <laughs> 500 and whatever years since you've been on, uh, what is it? They've been on the earth 500 and some thousand times reincarnated yeah she's been reincarnated 534 times well that's that's impossible you can only do it 500 mm. times and that's it. everybody that's knows that right <laughs> she claims that the there's been also 500 and some change assassination attempts on her and well she's been they tried to assassinate her every time she every lifetime maybe a couple of times in one lifetime i don't know <laughs> But, yeah. So, I found this article called The Cult of Parenthood. Mm -hmm. And basically, what they have done is a study that has met with people who are adults, who when they were children, their one parent alienated them from the other parent through divorce Mm. and um, manipulated them and tried to tell them that um, the other person was horrible Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So there's like three different stages of manipulation. There's a mild, moderate, and severe, I think is what they said. Um, But they said that the parents were narcissistic and requiring excessive devotion and loyalty at the expense of the targeted parent. So, um, 
Some of the negative outcomes were the low self-esteem and guilt and depression and lack of trust in themselves and others. Mm -hmm. So it's really like a cult, Mm -hmm. these things that these parents are doing to these kids, and that's horrible. Yeah. Um. So we, there's no murder here in my study. <laughs> um, let me see if there's some really good in, information here. So the study that they did, they had 15 males and 25 females. And the parent who was doing the alienating was the mother in all cases but six out of the 40, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense, her insecurity of being left or however that situation. Well, and also a majority would get custody. The mother usually gets custody, so they would have access to the child a lot more than the father would. Yeah, exactly. Um So basically, I mean, it's just the um, textbook case of a cult. It says um, it's defined as a hierarchical social group in which there is a leader who requires excessive devotion. Mm -hmm. Parent, okay. Has a leader who uses emotional manipulation and persuasion techniques to heighten dependency on him or her and furthers the aims of the leader at the expense of its members as well as others. So they kind of isolate the kids. They don't really want them to be um, out in public. They don't want them to be with other people Mm -hmm. and and all that. It's just like, it's all about me, and you need to pay attention to me. Mm. Um, So one of the things that it says that they didn't really... Well, maybe I just didn't get to this part about whether the other... The targeted parent knew about the alienation um, and the motivation of the alienating parent. That would just be, that's so mean Mm -hmm. and selfish. Um, Let's see. Sorry, this was a fascinating study. It was done in 2004, so that's kind of a while ago. But I still don't think that it's very outdated. Right. I think it's very good information. Um, As with cults, loyalty and devotion in alienating families were extracted either through sweet seduction or through wrathful commands, Mm -hmm. and usually an alternating sequence of both. Mm -hmm. Um, This one lady said that her mother and stepfather were nicer than nice doing everything for her until she eventually believed that they were the only ones that she could rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it doesn't talk about whether they flipped at that point mm-hmm. and started treating her bad or not. Um, and then making them feel guilty if they didn't um, reject the other parent. Let's see. This one... Boy grew up with a raging, drunken father, and every day, it says he would come into his room in the middle of the night and make him profess his faith to him. And if he didn't, um, 
he said he was going to kill himself. Mm. How horrible is that? Yeah, that was very horrible. I mean, cults are bad enough. Mm-hmm. But when you have a parent that's doing that to you. Yeah. I mean, of course you're not going to do things to cause a rift and all mm-hmm. that. I mean. Well, and especially when they're, that's the big threat. Not, I'm going to kill you. I'm yeah. going to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all because of you. Right. And then you'll have to live with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll have to live with that guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another lady said that the, at no time did she disbelieve mm-hmm. what her mother was telling her. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything she said was true. And, and so she sided on, on the side of her mom and hated her dad. And um, I think eventually most of them came around. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about bad-mouthing creates in cult members a belief that the leader is the only person who truly cares and can be trusted. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is contemptible or dangerous. I keep thinking of the David Koresh thing. Mm-hmm. And and even, even what you just talked about, about how they can manipulate you so much that you care for them and are all out for them mm-hmm. at the expense of yourself. Yeah. Okay. So they withdraw love from the kids, um, and that's part of the psychological thing, um, so that they can win back the praise of the alienating parent. Um, and so it just goes on, and it talks about the the different... Um, not causes, but the different aspects of what a cult is mm-hmm. and compares it. And it, it's just like right on with how a parent treats mm-hmm. a child. And so it's, that's why they're calling it a cult. Yeah. Um, and so they're really, I mean, they're teaching their children to lie. This one part says that they had, if they did go to see their um, other parent, that they would have to lie when they got back and say that they didn't have a good time so that they wouldn't hurt their mom or mm-hmm. she wouldn't explode and reject them and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but I guess, you know, finally, they, they finally are able to see that that parent has been doing that to them. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know at what point they're able to see that. I wonder if it's after they've grown up some and then they have a little more choice. Like, you know, if they're not living at home anymore and that other parent tries to contact them or establish a relationship Mm -hmm. and there's not that constant threat. Yeah. Then maybe you realize a little more. Yeah, because, they, I mean, the mothers, well, I say mothers, some, you know, and some of the fathers as well would just um, say such bad things mm-hmm. about them and um, put them down so much. Mm-hmm. And when they had even talked about the fact that they would say that their parent was an alcoholic or was this or was that mm-hmm. at an age where the kids really didn't even understand what that meant. Right. And then as they grew older, then they came to understand what that meant. And of course, by that time. Yeah. You fully believe it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I can't imagine if you've been 
through that your whole life, a lot of your life, mm-hmm. that you could trust that the other parent was not trying to con you yeah. into believing that he's a good person. Yeah. Um, so most of these people at the age of the interview when they were in their 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. it looks like. A couple of them were actually older, 60s. Um, and then at their age of separation, um, there's... One who was three, one was 12, 13, five, two. So it's some of them had to deal with it for a really long time mm-hmm. if they were that little when it happened. So that's my cult information. <laughs> that parents can be not so nice. Cult, cult leaders of their children. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Thank you for summing that up. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. That's not what I expected. That's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It just gives you a different view mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how people get sucked into this. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, if you've had that kind of history before. Uh-huh. Or even if you've been the manipulating parent. Mm-hmm you could get sucked into that because somebody's paying attention to you mm-hmm. and, you know, after you've been left, basically, I'm yeah. not knowing what was happened in these situations, but I, w- I would be pretty sure that it was not a amicable separation. Right. And that somebody's really hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the one who's going to be the alienating parent, yeah. I suspect. So... We are finding out all kinds of stuff. Yes. Okay. About crazies and why they become that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, why they become that way. Well, I'm going to talk about Om Shinrikyo, Mm -hmm. which is a cult that was in Japan and still exists in Japan, even though it split uh, after some of the terrible things that they did. Um, so now there's two, it's still the same cult essentially, but it's Aleph and also Hikari no Wa. Um, but they're both still deemed dangerous, uh, branches of a, of a cult by the, the government and, you know, law enforcement and stuff there. But anyway, when all the terrible things happened in the, the Tokyo and Matsumoto, uh, sarin attacks, in the 90s, mm-hmm. 95. Um, that was when they were still called Om Shinrikyo. So this was a... Um, man, there's all kinds of stuff that f- fed into this this cult. So I'm kind of like, they're all over the place. I don't know what what to nail down there, but it, they were considered a doomsday cult. Uh, their founder was Shoko Asahara, and he was originally trying to sell, I guess, herbs or, you know, some, some kind of like holistic medicine or herbal medicine, mm-hmm. traditional. Um, but he, uh, 
he got stopped. He got shut down doing that because they said that he was practicing medicine without a license. So. Okay. So anyway, that's where I'm like, that's why he did this is because he had a family and his his herb business got shut down. So mm-hmm. he's like, now it's time to start a cult. <laughs> Logically, <laughs> you know, yes, that is the next step. That's, yeah, you know, exactly, just, right? Because uh, you know, once you're deemed a, a re- religious organization, you get all kinds of tax write-offs and cuts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, see, and he doesn't have to have a license for that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it started out in. I believe it was 1984 is when he he started out as kind of like a yoga studio. He was calling it yoga, whether that's really what they did or not. I don't know. Um, Some form of meditation, but drew elements from all sorts of other traditional religions, including Indian and Tibetan Buddhism, uh, Hinduism, and took Shiva as kind of one of their, their icons of worship, which Shiva is a traditional... Um, deity of of death, I believe. Yeah, and Shiva is known as the destroyer. Mm-hmm. So, so there's. I guess that's where some of the doomsday cult comes in. Uh, but then he also added uh, millennialist ideas from Christianity, and and took a, like the concept of Armageddon, and so he thought that the world was doomed to end by. I believe it was the the late nineties. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven. Ooh, that was uh, even before twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> world, it, it, it would be World War Three between Japan and the United States. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just like, and people believe that because, like, at that point, the rela- <laughs> relations between Japan and the United States, as far as I know, were great, and they were one of our they're one of our biggest business partners. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and he thought you know, that was still a thing that was going to happen. Um, Somebody believed it. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, having taken from, from a lot of, like, the uh, the Buddhism and the uh, um, Shinto and concepts of, like, karma and stuff, the, uh, the murdery part comes in that um, eventually the, the belief that he was, he was teaching was that by... These, him and his cult members killing people, they were saving them because they were stopping them from accumulating more bad karma. So, <laughs> so they were doing everybody a favor by trying to murder, murder everybody. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. I mean... I'm thinking, okay, Buddhism, Hinduism, you know, I'm thinking they have some good yeah. you know, things. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but then you kind of just went a little overboard there with the whole oh, karma thing. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. I mean, they don't even give them a chance to turn around. <laughs> no. Right. right. No. There's no, like, maybe you can, like, make some good karma. No, no, no. No, the best no. thing that can happen is, is, we, is you die before you can do any more terrible things. Yeah. Okay, do you know this is coming? I don't think so. They didn't warn anybody before they released sarin gas on the the oh subways. It was a surprise domestic mm-hmm. terror attack. Oh, that's what they did. Yeah. <gasps> I did not know that. Um, so, in any case... Uh, so, all these people that they don't even know... So much train. bad karma in that train. I guess. How did and they see it? There must have been an aura. <laughs> I don't know. But before this happened, like this, this had gotten, I think, quite a bit of a following. It had branches in the United States mm-hmm. and Russia, 
and and how what was the number on the train how many people um it was it was a lot uh i think the official number listed is 5800 mm-hmm. no it says it, according to this article it says 6000 plus mm-hmm. wow um well, I think that that's a combination of the Matsumoto and the Tokyo oh, okay. subway attacks. Um, and between those two attacks, 27 were killed. Um, or there was, I know there's 13 in the Tokyo one. Mm-hmm. I think it was eight or six in the, the Matsumoto one. And then whoever else they murdered along the way. Yeah. But there was thousands of people injured by yeah. the sarin gas. Uh, which turns out they, you know, they started manufacturing it, and it was the same nerve agents that that the Nazis developed that they mm-hmm. used on people. That was a good idea. Yeah. Do something that the Nazis did. <laughs> yeah. So their method was they they took these uh, these bags into the the location the subway um, as bags of this this gas, and they stabbed it with sharpened umbrellas. And because of its its volatility or whatever, it turns to gas like immediately on exposure to air. So the bags would be sitting around, and people would probably step on them and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the whole subway's filled wow. with gas, and it just it started dropping people immediately. Mm-hmm. So was it like a suicide bomber kind of thing that if they were the ones who punctured it, that they would die, or they were able to puncture it and get away, and then when so. somebody else. <laughs> Because if you okay. die, you can't you can't kill more people. More well, people, right? Oh, right, but you know, <laughs> no. suicide bombers. Yeah, yeah. Take out as many as you can. Mm-hmm. But in in what I read, I don't think that's what they did. I think that they just went through and and did their thing and mm-hmm. left and left and and then the, there was the aftermath and left okay. some just kind of around that people could step on or. Yeah, I mean, you'd puncture one, and that whole side of the train is going to try to get away. Yeah, you leave some on the ground. Yeah. They're stepping on them, releasing more. Well, and those subways, like, seem to recirculate air or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They never smell good. Yeah. I mean, the exhaust or yeah. whatever's in there. Yeah. So they had other plans for killing people, including uh, he wanted to become self-sufficient in manufacturing their own AK-74s, um, but they were only successful in manufacturing one. So... <laughs> Craft night did not go the way he it, wanted. It did, it did not. <laughs> uh, that was one of the plans. Um, so, in any case, after all they did, after they did all these terrible things and hurt all these people, um, they eventually did get raided. I think it was two days later after the attacks. They they raided them. Uh, they arrested a bunch of them. And uh, a total of 13 of the cult members, I guess, the uh, Asahara and whatever the other leaders were, they were um, executed. But they never confessed, which I guess they they must have been sure about what happened and who did it because they executed them anyway. Mm-hmm. And just sure. just you know, based on our one of our other readings that we did and our little knowledge of the the Japanese justice system mm-hmm. is that how important the confession is. Right. And they said that it was just members, you know, maybe it was members that were acting of their own accord, but it wasn't something they actually planned. Mm. But clearly that's not what happened. Yeah. Okay, so let me just be clear. So in the Japanese culture, it's important that they confess? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their justice system. Their justice like system. for us, it's the it's like the the forensics, the, the evidence. evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't if you don't confess to a crime, but I have all this evidence against you. Right. And sometimes you can confess, and it's not true. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And in the Japanese culture, it's kind of the opposite. They so still they bring forward the evidence and stuff, but they bring it all forward with the expectation that the, the guilty will eventually confess. Uh-huh. That's so it's fascinating. Like in interrogations, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like, well, I know you did this, and this is why I know you did it. Yeah. They expect that person to be like, all right, fine, I did it. Yeah. So to me, I'm kind of thinking that they knew that they were the leaders and that they were going to get rid of them, and hopefully the followers would disband mm-hmm. and they would be an example that you're not going to get away with this right but that's interesting that i mean the, the evidence they had not... must have been a lot for them to just discount not having a confession yeah well and and the what they did was horrific yeah and so maybe that was part of it too mm-hmm. it's like we're not even going to give you the opportunity to to confess yeah especially a big know. organization like that i, yeah. I imagine if you don't you don't deal with it on a yeah on a higher level. Than yeah, can't let can't let that go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, uh, there's so this and there's some some images from the attack here. It's not too bad. So I think that's that's a picture of him. So notice the the blue robe. Cause uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to talk about something else that's related to that in just a minute here. Okay. But that's uh, that's Asahara. The, the founder of, of Om Shinrikyo. And let's see if I can. I'm going to pull up another image that. So they, they were known for using um, campaigns with a lot of dancing and smiling and happy people and stuff like that. Well, of course. So I there's mean, a. Oh, that's a balloon with him when he was younger, his face on there. We should have balloons made with our faces on them. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Follow us. Follow us. <laughs> Wherever you listen to, to podcasts, <laughs> we're there. Look into my eyes. So this is where I first heard about Om Shinrikyo because... Okay, I have to go back for a minute. No, because you said that they did some propaganda about all this happy stuff. Yep. So would sure. anybody really join a cult if it was unhappy? <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess that's a... If they really showed their true side to begin with. I guess that's a good point. I don't know. I mean, she released videos of her torturing and abusing a cat. Well, yeah, (laughs) that's true. You know, and... And you could watch that before. Well, see, and I'm thinking maybe the people who saw that first said, okay, I'm not going there. But the people who were already halfway in there was mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah. Like once yeah. you've already drank the Kool-Aid or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. they just dismissed it as, you know, all animals know that she's God. Yeah. Like, yeah. that made that okay? <laughs> and how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> so many things. And this is wrong. Right. And this is the God you want to follow. The right. one that tortures animals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, they, yeah, they had these... Uh, their their campaign and, and slogans and dancing and singing and smiling balloons. Um, their headquarters was located on a dairy farm, and that's going to be important in just a minute here too. So oh, I, no. I first found out about Om Shinrikyo when I watched a video about one of my my favorite games that I played when I was younger and still enjoy. 
um, Earthbound for Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and it came out in I think it came out in '96. So it's shortly after the the gas attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a a part in the game where you go to this village and there's a cult there, and they're called Happy Happyism. Yeah. Yeah. And so suppo- supposedly they're happy, even though nobody seems very happy. Because <laughs> they wouldn't call themselves grumpy grumpies. Right. Um, their main, like one of the main tenets of their, their cult was that everything needs to be blue. So they paint everything blue, their houses blue, uh, they b- wear blue um, blue robes. Do they listen to music that has blue in it? Like, I'm, I'm blue, dabba dee, dabba die. <laughs> Blue moon, um, <laughs> my blue suede shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's one cow in the village, and they even went so far as to paint the cow blue. Okay, there's a dairy farm, and there's only one cow. Well, this is in the game. Oh, oh, okay. So, <laughs> like, what? But okay. according to this this other article I read, um, they think you know that was a reference to to the cult. Mm-hmm. Um, being all next to a dairy farm as this cult painted the cow blue. Uh. Um, and this isn't all, this isn't speculation. Like they, I know the creator has, has said that he was inspired by these events and the things that happened. Inspired? So, inspired, you know, influenced. To, to put it in the game. There are references. I mean, these are the bad guys. So it's not, you're, uh, you know, you're going to this village and you have to beat up, you have to beat up cultists. Got it. Okay. It's it's very silly. He was able to find some some bad guy examples. Yeah, and they're they're so the robes they wear. Just just gonna throw this in there as well because this is supposed to be um, Earthbound is a it it's supposed to be an example of like what an outsider would see looking at the United States, and it's not necessarily supposed to be like negative or, or positive or whatever. It's just kind of like this is kind of what it would look like as far as like they, yeah that's really weird people looking at us and, and you know we're we we're in the united states so we see all you know the things that we have and the things mm-hmm. we we do and we're just like okay but an outsider looking in would see some of these things and be like okay that's weird so that's okay that's the perspective that the game was created from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so the blue blue happy happyism cult uh they wear robes that look kind of like the kkk so Okay, is this the game that we're talking about? Yeah. Yes, this is the game. Okay. But that's the that's the localized version. So they added the puffball on the end of the, the hat, and they took off the... There was a HH on there originally, mm-hmm. um, but they thought because the sprites were so so small that somebody might like actually mistake it for a, a KK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for localization, they took that out, but they still look like... Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, with the puffball at the end of their hat, I mean, it could be Santa. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. Maybe it's just Blue Santa. Or the Grinch. <laughs> so, so there. I'm sorry, listeners, y'all can't see this. But but there's the there's the Om Shinrikyo symbol, and it's got a blue field with a white symbol mm-hmm. on there. It's very and then, intricate. Again, there's him in his blue robe. So that was part of the the inspiration for those those bad guys in the game as well. They look like a onesie. For an adult with yeah. long sleeves and long, like like jumpsuit jump or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he looks very comfortable. He, yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> he does. He looks yeah. very comfortable. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's cool. It's, it's just flexible a, too. <laughs> yeah, up there. Uh, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
that's just a neat, a neat connection. Um, of course, I mean, to, you know, it was inspired by some terrible things that happened, but that this guy, you know, he, they, he did a lot of the, the creation for this game and, and was in, influenced by not just this event, but a lot of other events, like things that happened in the United States as well. Um, so this is just one example of that. You know, I, I was wondering how you had come across this cult. So now we know. <laughs> I'm glad you shared that with us. Yeah, absolutely. Because the gaming part makes complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're still out there somewhere. Supposedly there's around 2,100 followers still between the two groups that it's split into. So they still have to be secretive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So kind of like you were talking about the KKK, they can't just walk around with their uniforms on. They're blue because they'll stand out. And they can't be leading a blue cow. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they, if they actually did that in the cult. In, in oh. the, the real cult, they just did that in the game. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe in blue. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, that would probably be a dead giveaway if they mm -hmm. if they walk around with, with them. The blue robes and the, the hoods yeah. and all that. Okay. So they, they only do that in secret. Yeah. <laughs> like the KKK. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, this is just really interesting. It seems very bizarre. So what do they do? I mean, like, where do they meet? It's some, I mean, like, are they in the middle of the night, people like the KKK? Or do, are they, you know, they go somewhere and meet and then they all put on their robes and, I mean, I don't know. No. Interested. I want to know. Because <laughs> if they're still a group, they have to meet. They yes, have to know they have somehow. To. Maybe they're Zoom. They Zoom. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Now they now we have mo modernized cult meetings. That's fan fantastic. Yeah. Cult, cult meetings for the pandemic. If they were already living <laughs> on a commune. When the pandemic hit, they are still living on a commune together. That's right. And that's I think that's true. it said that most of them are probably located in, in communes mm -hmm. all together in one place. So, And they don't know where they are. But, but, but I guess if they're not doing anything They're bad, not doing anything wrong. Then they, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Yeah. Because the KKK, they were all... Individualized. They, they are. I, I was wondering if you were Yeah, so it's more of like, I mean, they don't live on a compound mm -hmm. or anything like that, and they have to get together yeah. somehow. Um, so, yeah, I just, just something to compare it to. And there's a lot of cults out there still. I mean, yeah. And I'm sure their numbers are just increasing, and they're all. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I guess if you're not a murder cult, then you probably you probably get left alone for the most part. But still, yeah, I think as long as they're on their commune, not planning anything horrible, leave them on their commune, <laughs> doing what they're doing. So you know, I mean, let, let's look at this for a second. So you talk about all of these different cults mm -hmm. and. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, listeners, you have to be aware of what's going on and not be manipulated. But I feel like we're being manipulated all the stinking time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm mm -hmm. trying to buy this or buy that. And, I mean, they do 
huge studies about where to place something in the grocery store so that you'll buy it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's well, so and, many ways. And not to mention that you buy something with your debit card and then suddenly you're getting all these ads everywhere that you go because yes you bought this one thing this one time (laughs) (laughs) if you do a search (laughs) yeah on google then all of a sudden you're getting all kinds of stuff yes all of a sudden your ads are all about the thing you just searched for Mm -hmm. it's crazy and it's like okay i kind of like that but not so much that i want ads all the time well yeah and and actually to me it's like it does the complete opposite turns you off yeah i'm like well now i don't want this yeah (laughs) You're in my face too much. I want to be <laughs> unique. Okay. So, and some of the other things that I stumbled across while I was I was looking into this, because mm-hmm. um, he claimed to, to also be, um, you know, Jesus returned and also the the first enlightened one uh, to exist since Buddha. Uh, there is a really? whole and we haven't heard about him. I mean, like <laughs> on, on the level of Buddha, everybody knows who Buddha is. Okay. So, anyway, sorry. So through the ages, through through the <laughs> The last two millennia, millennia, um, there's been so many. There's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated just to the number of people throughout history who have claimed to be Jesus. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure it is <laughs> yeah. a lot. And I'm sure that those are only the ones that were well known. I'm sure there's yes. m- more than the ones listed there. But yeah. those are the ones that at least got some notoriety and yes. recognition. Interesting. So, so wasn't that your one of your... Oh, yeah, yeah. She was Jesus, John right. Bark, yeah. Cleopatra, well, that's Queen true. Elizabeth yeah. of England, Marilyn Monroe. So I'm sure that her and, and Asahara are both on that list, mm-hmm. that wi- on that Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. It's just all so bizarre. It is. I keep hearing or, or being exposed to things about alternate realities, too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me why that just came up, but <laughs> I'm thinking it, that this is like in an alternate reality because it's, it's probably bizarre. because we're living in a computer simulation. That's and true. It's just, it's just the the simulation like having a a glitch or trying to tell you something. So it's like I'm aware, <laughs> but I'm not quite sure what's going on. Isn't that what they said in the Matrix that Deja Vu was just yes. a, a glitch in the Matrix or something like that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which I watched. Okay, this is so like off topic. <laughs> I watched a Kenny Reeves um, movie uh-huh. this weekend. Uh-huh. I can't remember the name of it, but I'm like, this is not the kind of movie he needs to be in. Was it Knock Knock? Yes! <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why are you in this movie? You should have said no. <laughs> See, and that just goes back to the whole cult thing. They just talked him right in. They should have got Nick Cage. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think it's about time for us to wrap up here. Yeah, I think so. Um, so if we have another discussion about this, since we're out of time, this was one of the things I, I remembered, but maybe we can talk about this next time. Is mm-hmm. fake martial arts? Oh yeah. Because if you see some of that stuff and like the number of followers and these just crazy things that they're supposedly able to do, mm-hmm. that's essentially like a, a cult following. So 
Interesting. We can talk more about that later sometime. Yeah, I think that no. would be fun. It would so be fun. I would also like to say, you know, we will be talking about cults another time. We've already discussed that. Because mm-hmm. there's uh, so many of them. Yeah. So, many. so if you have one that is very fascinating that you want us to talk about, you know, you can let us know. We might decide to talk about it. Yeah. No promises. But right. We might. We might. Right on. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of Do We Like Murder in the Long Overdue Podcast. We're not a cult. We're not? No. We don't have special balloons. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>